Do you have to jump in at the deep end when teaching the piano using the Kodai approach? I'll be answering that question in today's podcast, where I talk about the Do Re Mi four depths of Kodai piano teaching. It's almost the summer holidays here in England, and the last week of term is crazy for teachers and students. Plus, we're forecast record-breaking high temperatures, so I'm not sure what our brains will be good for. So I thought I'd just let you know that this will be the last podcast for a few weeks while I rest and recuperate, and also prepare episodes for season three. So for our last episode before the break, I want to share a lesson from my video course, Could I Kick Off for Piano Teachers? This course is naturally available to all Doremi members, but did you know it's one of the few courses inside Doremi that you can buy separately? Plus, I'll be running live online coaching sessions in August for members and anyone who has registered for the kickoff course. So if you want to use your Kadai knowledge in a piano lesson setting, or maybe you're new to the Kadai approach, then grab this course and book yourself onto one of my live coaching sessions. Just visit doremiconnect.co.uk forward slash kick. So here's the first lesson from the course. I call it the Doremi Four Depths of Kodai Piano Teaching, and it takes you through the different ways you can incorporate Kodai inspired activities into your lessons. Spoiler, you don't have to go all in. Okay, so we're going to talk about the four depths first because I want to reassure you that it doesn't matter how deep that you go into the method, whether you join me all the way to the depths or whether you just tip, dip your toe in the shallows that you can benefit your students and yourself and your teaching, however much you go into it. So you don't need to dive in at the deep end unless you want to. And what stops us getting started, I think, is feeling overwhelmed at the complexity. But whilst the Kodai approach is really incredibly complex, and as the further you learn, the more that you learn about it, the more your brain starts kind of firing off and getting excited. But it's also really simple in its beauty, because the way that we present it to the students is is just the simplest form of teaching, I think. And that's what gives it the joy. That's what makes me feel so happy that I don't go into a lesson and try and teach something where they look puzzled because I've worked out exactly what the the tiniest little step is going to be. I already know before I do it that they're going to succeed because I know that they've already achieved the step before. And it's a little bit difficult right at the beginning if you've never heard anything about it. And you know, I, th- I know Janie and Anne have done a little bit more, so I, th- I feel like they sh- they'll be nodding along with me. <laughs> um, but um, the my challenge tonight is to try and get you to realize how much benefit there is from it and how you can implement them into your lessons without getting freaked out and without to use my analogy because it's such a great analogy without drowning in at the deep end because i'm here to stop you from drowning but just a warning that once you get started you might find yourself wandering deeper and deeper because it's just irresistible So if you don't want to be wandering deeper and deeper, you should just leave now because I promise you, you will become utterly obsessed and addicted to it. So step one, dipping your toe. Just dipping your toe, cherry picking Kodai activities to develop skills for your students while mainly following your current method book. So some of the things that jump out mean Kodai can do everything all the way up to beyond degree level. But for our students in our piano lessons, the key things that we really want to utilize are going to be the work that we can do on pulse or steady beat, 
on rhythm and on pitch awareness. So those are the things that we're going to focus on today for you to be able to carry on using Piano Safari or Piano Adventures or whatever books that you're using. And then just as a little add on, a little icing on the cake, you can do some of these musicianship activities in your lessons. You could go for a paddle, work through a could I curriculum alongside but independently of your current method. So instead of just doing the odd activity here and there, you're actually taking a progressive approach and you're coming up with a could I curriculum. I say you're coming up, you can absolutely copy my could I curriculum if you want to. At the same time and in parallel with your current method, but disconnected. Because the trouble with the method books is they will introduce pitches faster than the could I approach will and they introduce rhythms much, much slower. So we can make a lot faster progress with the rhythms using a Kodai active singing approach, um, but we would slow down on the pitch. And I'll talk about the problems with pitch um, in a little bit. The other problem I found with my method books, which is why I carried on going deeper into the Kodai approach, is that once you're hooked into the idea that singing is the key to everything, the pieces in the method books don't always lend themselves to be sung. So you might have some pieces that sort of go between two hands, so they're going well below middle C and the melody is going between the treble and the bass clef. That's really difficult for children to sing. There's really interesting and difficult intervals for them to sing. So if we're saying that the, their success in music is based on their ability to sing first, then we need to be giving them pieces of music that they can successfully sing just remember we're always wanting them to succeed at every point so that's why i ended up swimming i put musicianship center stage and i just used the method book to cherry pick my favorite pieces or like Anne said with the technique cherry pick the technique activities and um, this approach looks a little bit more like my lessons currently so the sequencing is chosen based on what's age appropriate and what's stage appropriate for your student and your student's development and not what somebody in another country in another decade decided to print in their book next. It's about finding what's right for your student for the next step. And it's funny because actually um, I have a student or when I when I was at this stage, you know, many, many years ago now, and I had a student who was flying through. I was using piano adventures. Piano safari wasn't a thing then. And I was she was flying through. She was doing really well. She was really studious. She worked really hard and there was no need to take her off the stream that she was on. But I was having so much fun with all these Kodai activities that I did some Kodai activities with her and I it was a very early version of the Doremi piano book, so I gave her a Doremi piano book just for us to dip into. And she kept forgetting her piano adventures book and she kept leaving it at home. And I said, look, Ananya, it's fine. You know, we've got lots to do. We can do loads of these other activities. But if you want to be able to play your piano adventures pieces, you're going to need to bring your book in. And she looked a bit, you know, sorry for herself. And I said, unless you don't want to play those pieces and you just want to do could I? And she went, <gasps> <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, she was deliberately leaving the blasted book at home. And that was a real turning point for me where I realized that even the students who I had pinned as, as not needing to go through this process still got so much benefit from it because they succeed 
every time they never fail because you make sure they never fail because you never ask them to do something you don't know that already that they can do you never turning the page and suddenly being faced with something where there's three new things on that page that you've got to suddenly figure out in one piece or they hadn't quite grasped that other thing and and suddenly or have you got ever used one of those books where you turn the page and there's teacher tips on the page and you're thinking, oh, God, don't look. I hope my student doesn't look at that because there's no way we're ready to do this particular thing or, you know, hey, now transpose it into 17 different keys. So anyway, I'm, I digress. So finally, well, this is as deep as I've got deep sea diving, ditch the other method books and teach piano using this careful, progressive and magical approach, careful micro steps with the songs and activities interweaved each lesson has about six, seven, sometimes eight separate activities using different songs because we're always preparing the next step, practicing the last step and presenting the current step. So that's at least three activities, isn't it? Every lesson we're presenting something new, maybe not every lesson presenting something new, practicing what we've just learned and preparing what we're going to learn next. Plus, of course, actually we're practicing the thing we learned two steps ago and we're preparing the thing we're going to be doing two steps later so it it really starts to become quite complex so if you really go all in with this half an hour is chock-a-block full of all sorts of different things brilliant if you've got children who have trouble concentrating because you're changing the activity every couple of minutes it's it's brilliant i'm obsessed you can tell so I don't want to freak you out because obviously that's not the first step deep diving unless you want it to be what you want is something a little bit more easy to chew so that was just one lesson from my could i kick off for piano teachers course which is one of the few courses inside Doremi that's available to non-members if you enjoyed it and you want to grab the rest of the course and attend my live support sessions over the summer then visit doremiconnect.co.uk forward slash kick I first heard about the Kadai approach ages before I started to use it in my teaching and now I can't live without it and I wish I'd started sooner. In fact, Doremi member Estelle says exactly the same thing. I wish I'd found you years ago. Meanwhile, some of our members are card-carrying Kadai geeks with loads of experience and just need some help applying their knowledge to a piano lesson setting. So with the live support sessions, I can help you customise the activities to suit your teaching style. So pop onto the kickoff course and learn the simplest and most effective activities to demystify that Kodai thing and finally get started, reduce the anxiety that comes with trying something new, and engage your students in a new way so they can't wait to learn more. Sign up at doremiconnect.co.uk forward slash kick and I'll see you soon. Let's get you ready for the new term.